Welcome, everyone, to another edition of AEW Unrestricted. Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards, along with our president and general manager of the one and only Tony Khan. How yeah. are you, Tony? I'm very well, Tony. Hey, Aubrey. It's Hi. Great to see you both, and I'm excited to preview AEW Full Gear 2022 this weekend, Saturday night. It's our fourth Full Gear, and Full Gear is always, I think, one of the best pay-per-view shows in all of pro wrestling, and all three Full Gear shows, I think, have been tremendous, yes, and I, I think this could be the best one yet. It seems, it doesn't seem like it was a year ago that we were in Minneapolis for full gear, but here we are now in New York, New Jersey, the Prudential Center, place we've been before, obviously, mm-hmm. and we've had some great crowds. We're looking forward to coming back to the Northeast again for full gear. Everybody, and I mean everybody in the wrestling world, is talking about John Moxley and MJF. Oh, my God. Vying for the AEW world title. It's not like MJF hasn't vied for the world title before, but he says now's his time, and he is ready to become the AEW world champion. Well, we have two great wrestlers, two of the top stars in the sport, and it's the great world champion, John Moxley, who's yeah. been on this amazing run, I think in 2022, his best year in the sport. He came back from a personal absence, came back more focused in the best condition we've seen John Moxley, right. and I think it's been his most dominant form throughout this year. He's been involved in some of the best matches in all of AEW. First as the interim champion, now as the world champion. He went through the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. And really to have uh, a great champion like John Moxley wrestling, a generational talent like MJF, right. who took a very different path to get here. Right. But it's great to have MJF back in AEW. He's one of the brightest stars in pro wrestling. And this is a really exciting match. It's uh, something that we can all look forward to, a great main event. On top of a great show, a great card of matches on Saturday night at Full Gear. Uh, a world title match. Any match in AEW is such an emotional experience, not only for the fans, but also for the combatants. And for MJF, from what we've heard him say and the things he's gone through in his life, but not not necessarily in his life, but recently, mm-hmm. this is one of the most emotional times he's had. It's been an amazing, amazing run for MJF you know, in pro wrestling to get to this point. But I have to say... Over the years, we've seen MJF involved in a lot of great matches, and he's come close to the top of the mountain, right. but right now he's up against the ultimate mountain in pro wrestling. I think John Moxley is the tallest and most impossible mountain to climb. So really for MJF, I think this is going to be an amazing, amazing test, and it's for John Moxley. I think it's his toughest challenger yet. And this is the kind of great main event that great pay-per-views are built on. John Moxley, as you mentioned, uh, Tony, has been a a tremendous world champion. He's had maybe the greatest year of his career, and he's had some great years. Uh, What he brings to the matches, to me, it's amazing that he can continue night after night the way he paces himself and the matches he has. He is is, uh, so violent. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, everything is so hard-hitting with him that when you're in a match with John Moxley, and MJF has to realize this, you're in a match that is going to be very physical, and you've got to bring it to be able to stay in the ring with him. Yeah. Well, you know, I think John Moxley has been in some of the most intense physical matches, and he continues to bounce back and wrestle at the highest level. Right. MJF, we saw get taken out by right. a big group by the firm. Right. And now right. he's coming back. It was great to see MJF back live last night. I right. think it was great for the fans in AEW to see John Moxley and MJF last night, and now to see them go one-on-one, John Moxley versus MJF for the World Championship. I think this is just a really great moment in AEW history because we have someone like John Moxley who is, you know, been the guy who's been sort of 
our our workhorse, our champion, the face of AEW, and then you've got MJF, this generational talent, as you said, but he is the future of AEW. And we kind of see the two squaring off, and it's a very, very exciting time to be an AEW fan. Absolutely. This is a huge main event, and it's really just a loaded show. Every match on the show is a, is a huge, huge bout, and I think it's 10 huge matches. And this great main event, we could talk about it all day, John Moxley versus MJF for the World Championship. I think it's going to be something very, very special. It's been a war of words between these two men, and I can't wait to see them go one-on-one. And I think it's going to be an amazing match. Absolutely. By the way, it is, of course, available on pay-per-view. And don't forget, for you fans coming to Newark, New Jersey, the Prudential Center, uh, tickets available at AEWTIX.com, a very, very limited number of tickets available at AEWTIX.com. So we talk about really special moments in AEW, and one of the things that's been really special to see is kind of the growth of the acclaimed and how popular they've become, and Billy Gunn sort of becoming a mentor and actual adoptive father of these two, and seeing just everything play out with the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory. They had this amazing tag match at All Out, and then... The acclaimed winning the tag titles at Grand Slam. Guys from New York, this is just incredible. And now we've got the rubber match between the two of them. These two amazing teams who we've seen this amazing growth from both these wrestlers in AEW. And I'm so, so excited for this match. Well, I'm very excited for this match. And I think it's two of the top teams in all of pro wrestling. Absolutely. Two great world championship teams. Also very representative of you see two great free agents Coming into AEW with a lot of experience wrestling on TV before they got here. Right. Taking on two men who came into AEW, worked their way up. They came in separately on AEW Dark. They weren't set up to wrestle on television. They didn't have the machine behind them necessarily at first. But they really formed as a team here in AEW, got the opportunity and ran with it. And it's been awesome to see the acclaimed rise to stardom on AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage and earn that title shot uh, against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, Swerve in Our Glory. And it was such a great match. And the Acclaimed have actually been the winningest team. They worked their way up to the top and they've won more tag team matches than any team ever in AEW history. So I thought it was very fitting they get a rematch uh, after that classic match at All Out. And they so won, the, won the championships there. And it was under a little bit of questionable circumstance, so I think it's very fitting that Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland earned this number one contender position. And this thing has taken on a whole new level of personal rivalry, as we've seen what Swerve Strickland allegedly did to Daddy Ass. And uh, we've seen how angry last night we saw Anthony Bowens is absolutely furious, livid. And, man, I cannot wait for these two teams to fight in a rubber match. The first two matches have been tremendous, and I can't wait to see what's coming next when the acclaimed defend the world championship against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, the former champions, in the rubber match. Should be awesome at full gear. One of the main issues has been what Swerve Strickland has been doing basically on his own mm-hmm. without the uh, without Keith Lee you know, endorsing what he has been doing. And, and then and these are, again, I think uh, we've heard allegations. Okay. Allegations. allegations. I should say that. Allegations. allegations. Uh, but but obviously we have seen that those two have at times not been on the same page. But listen, throughout the years in pro wrestling, uh, great tag teams have not always been on the same page. 
Yeah. I mean, and that, that's happened that's before. True. So, so uh, that, that doesn't surprise me. But I really think going back to you were talking about the acclaimed, it is a great grassroots story for AEW, what these kids have accomplished. 100%. I mean, it really is. Absolutely. Yeah. And throughout the card, I think we see that. And there's more matches where we can talk about it. Even, you know, talking about the huge main event, John Moxley versus MJF, in some ways, representative of a wrestler who had a lot of TV experience versus one who came in and really right. reached national prominence right. in AEW. And I think Full Gear is very exciting. And, and that is a big part of this show. Something I'm really excited about in this World Tag Team Championship match is, you know, like you said, it's really a very great story, the acclaimed, mm -hmm. but you also have to say that Keith and Swerve have been probably two of the best free agents we've ever signed. No Absolutely. And come together and formed an amazing team. And like you said, a lot of championship teams across all sports, including pro wrestling, they don't always get along. They're not always the best of friends. But Keith and Swerve have really come together and won a lot of classic matches and certainly uh, we saw it all out. They are capable of beating the acclaimed. So I'm really interested to see this match. And I think, you know, it's a great story and it's gotten very personal and intense. What started as a rivalry over the championships and all the glory and all the prestige that comes with being the world tag team champions has become a really heated rivalry. Also, we have a interim world women's world title on the line as Tony Storm, the interim women's world champion, will defend against Jamie Hayter. Oh. Here's another story of Tony Storm, who's had plenty of national TV time, Jamie Hayter, who has really not. And Jamie Hayter has picked up a lot of not only momentum, but a lot of support from the fans, hasn't yeah. she? Well, really you has. have to admit, and again, Jamie Hayter is somebody who rose to national prominence, uh, somebody, again, who was here in the beginning of AEW and worked their way up. Right. to this position right. and certainly earned this number one contender spot. But Tony Storm, again, is one of the best free agents we've ever signed sure. and has been an amazing champion. I'm to seeing date. a trend. <laughs> and uh, really, Tony Storm is just uh, fantastic. And this year, I think Tony Storm's been one of the MVPs in all of AEW and certainly on AEW Dynamite, right. one of the most consistent wrestlers we've seen right. time in, time out, including this week. And Tony Storm always delivers, and I think Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter should be an awesome, awesome match. So what a what a great interim women's world championship match, and something the fans I think have been really excited to see. But certainly these two know each other very well. We've heard they have a lot of history with each other. Yes, they do. And uh, I think it was very interesting to hear how far back they went, even before AEW. Yeah, they used to be roommates together. They've wrestled across the world together multiple times. But right. we've also seen the chemistry that they have together with the various tag team matches they've had here. Sure. And I know personally this is one of the matches I'm most excited about just because both of those women are so hard-hitting. Man, Jamie Hayter's on a hot streak. Tony Storm is just an excellent, excellent champion. This this match is just going to be great. Yeah, great representation of the of the women's division is Tony Storm. She's been a great champion. She Wonderful. Really a great interim champion. So we look forward to that. Okay. A lot of title matches that we've talked about. We do have a couple more title matches we're going to talk about, but also we're going to talk about some of the rivalries, some of the grudge matches coming up this Saturday night at Full Gear when we continue on AEW Unrestricted. This is AEW Unrestricted, our full gear preview. This is our fourth full gear already lining up to be our best one yet. We're here with Tony Khan. 
GM, president, head of creative, all around amazing badass who just runs our company and does amazing things for all of us and gives fans wonderful, wonderful shows. Thank you. Well, I think every full gear has been a great show to date. And I think that, like you said, this could be the best one yet. We talked about three huge, uh, very exciting world championship matches earlier. And we still have some very exciting matches to talk about with championship stakes to come. But there are also some really big grudge matches in AEW, some big personal rivalries we could talk about. And I think one that is very, uh, very intense and very bitter is the split between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Ugh. As we walk into the Prudential Center in Newark, these are two men who, to start 2022, in the first AEW Dynamite on TBS, the first AEW show of 2022, mm-hmm. they won the World Tag Team Championship That's right. in this building. And now here they are wow. back in the Prudential Center. And man, how crazy is it? that they're fighting in a steel cage. What a year it's been. So much has transpired between these two men, and it's almost unthinkable that, you know, at the end of the year, right. now here we are and seeing Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus fighting it out in a steel cage. Christian Cage has really manipulated Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy certainly has been the victim of Christian Cage and his deceit. You, you could say on, on, on many levels, uh, why did Christian Cage do what he did? And a lot of people say, well, it's jealousy. Uh, he's uh, bitter because of the success that Jungle Boy's had. But also he's the one that blames Jungle Boy for losing the World Tag Team Championship. So mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of layers to this. But when you put him inside of a steel cage, that makes it more dangerous. But now we got Christian Cage on the outside. And even though there's a cage, Tony. I don't trust Christian Cage I wouldn't. at all, even there's a nope. cage around for him to try to do something or have a plan to get something, because he's making this very personal for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As, as much as Jack is making it personal for him, Jack is working on emotion probably more than anybody else in this match. And as you probably would agree, sometimes emotion serves you, and sometimes it's detriment to you in, as far as big-time matches are concerned. So I really think that uh, Jungle Jack Perry's got to be I'm sure you would agree, very careful in this match. It's going to be very, very intense, and it's a very dangerous match, a steel cage match to begin with, especially when you're in there with a monster, one of the most dangerous people in all of pro wrestling, Luchasaurus. And in addition to being in there with a monster in one of the most dangerous kinds of matches, a steel cage match, and these two teeing off on each other, you've got Christian Cage one of the most brilliant minds in all of pro wrestling and one of the most devious minds in pro wrestling out there mm-hmm. uh, directing traffic in this match and coaching Luchasaurus. It's going to be a very dangerous situation for Jungle Boy, so you're right. He will have to be careful, but on the other hand, Jungle Boy doesn't really hold back. He's one of the biggest risk takers in all of pro wrestling. We saw he came out hot, came out flying with that big crossbody through the table oh. a couple weeks ago, right. put Luchasaurus through the table, uh, in Baltimore, and since then we've had such a great run. You know, of that was an amazing video last night. That's right. We've seen it's been amazing to follow up on the rivalry between these two. It's been uh, an amazing run they've had in AEW from the beginning of the company to have it end this way, one on one in a steel cage. It's pretty amazing. Also, we know that coming up at Full Gear, by, by the way, this Saturday on pay per view. Uh, the return of Soraya to action, who announced yes. a couple of weeks ago that she would be able to compete once again. And she's going to go up against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and uh, two alpha females here. Oh, you boy. Say? Oh, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's interesting to see 
Britt Baker is the face of the women's division. She she says it herself all the time, but really she is homegrown AEW and she has done so much for this women's division. And then you have someone like Soraya who has done so much for women's wrestling as a whole. So you're facing off essentially what women's wrestling has become in the last decade with what women's wrestling is now. And the two of them just have each, I think, so much to prove. Just Soraya coming back from wrestling, from her absence and everything she's overcome, but also Britt being the homegrown talent that she is. Amazing, amazing matchup. I think it's really since AEW Grand Slam when Soraya arrived in AEW, been a collision course between Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker. And as soon as Soraya got cleared, she made it clear that she wants to go one-on-one with Dr. Britt Baker at full gear. It's going to be a huge match. And again, here we are with extraordinary circumstances in this case. What an amazing story it is for Soraya to make a return to wrestling that some people thought would be impossible for her to get fully cleared by the doctors to come back. And here we have one of the biggest name free agents, in this case, making her return And fittingly on this great show, uh, fitting with kind of a great theme across many of the great matches on the card, not all of them, but many of the great matches on the card, we're seeing one of the biggest free agents we could sign going one-on-one with one of the homegrown original stars of this company who really worked their way into stardom in this position on AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage, and that's Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Soraya. Right. At full gear. Uh, we, we've talked about title matches so far. We've talked about a grudge match. But this match is a match, and I'm treading uh, very lightly here, but this match is a match with two women who feel they have something to prove. Now, Absolutely. they have nothing to prove in pro wrestling. Britt Baker has been the world champion. She has nothing to prove there, and Saray has nothing to prove. But I think proving something to themselves, that they're better than the other, and, and I think that makes for a great match. Yeah, I cannot wait. I yeah. think it's going to be a great one. I'm very excited for this match, and... Since Soraya got into AEW, we've been looking forward to this, hoping it was going to happen. And here we are. It's a real dream match for us. And I'm very excited for Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker. I think it's a great story and uh, it's a great pay-per-view. And we've talked about a lot of great matches on the card. But in addition to the title matches we've talked about and these big grudge matches, the huge steel cage match, Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus, and this really personal rivalry between Dr. Britt Baker and Soraya, a match that many people would have thought was impossible. These women going one-on-one, two women coming from very different backgrounds and different places in pro wrestling to get to this really uh, very unlikely match at full gear, something nobody would have thought was possible just a few months ago. But in addition to that, another big grudge match on the card nobody would have thought was possible just a few months ago or even just a few weeks ago (laughs) would be Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who's making his debut in AEW, teaming up at AEW Full Gear to take on Darby Allin and the icon Sting. Uh, That's a dream match, something I'm really looking forward to. And I'll be honest, Tony, I was a kid growing up and... I've seen Jeff Jarrett and Sting wrestle, and I've yes. seen Tony Schiavone announce it, right. and I've seen it on TBS and right. TNT, and I think it's exciting right. uh, to have it because it, they're not only two of the great pro wrestlers, but they're in amazing condition. They're both yes. in their prime. Right. This is a, a very exciting match. This isn't two wrestlers you know, in some kind of exhibition who don't belong out there with the best because Darby Allen and Jay Lethal are two of the very best of pro course. wrestlers. Absolutely. They go out there and deliver. And something I really believe in and something I'm very excited about 
is having uh, two of the best stars in AEW. Again, one of our real homegrown stars who came to national prominence, Darby Allen and Jay Lethal, somebody who really uh, had wrestled not as much on the biggest national stage, but had TV experience, sure. of course, right. uh, wrestling in Ring of Honor and Impact before he got to AEW. But I do think certainly Sting and Jeff Jarrett both have wrestled all over the world and at times against each other. And, and like I said, when I was a kid, they had a great rivalry and some uh, great matches against each other in WCW. And uh, watching those two get back in the ring, something I'll be very excited to see Jeff and Sting in addition to Darby and Jay. They say uh, some of the great wrestling cards that you see on pay-per-view or that you go to live have something for everyone. Well, we have something for everyone. Just like we said, we have title matches, we have grudge matches, and we have matches featuring legendary figures such as Sting and Jeff Jarrett on opposite ends. And that's all coming up this Saturday. Okay, we have one more segment to go. And we've got some big announcements coming from the man to my right and to Aubrey's left, Tony Khan, as we continue our full gear preview on AEW Unrestricted. Welcome back to AEW Unrestricted. This is our full gear preview. It's coming up on pay-per-view 8 o'clock Eastern this coming Saturday, live from the Prudential Center in Newark. It's available on traditional pay-per-view. The U.S. digital provider for full gear for AEW pay-per-views, Bleacher Report. It's also available internationally on Fight.tv. This year internationally, many countries on YouTube, and also available this year, as it has been uh, for the last couple of years, in many theaters around the U.S., so make sure you check your listings for that. Okay, we said we had a big announcement for us last night on AEW Dynamite. Pack got pretty upset about something that was happening. Uh, talk about that and how that relates to uh, what you're going to announce for us here. Well, it was, uh, last night we saw it, you know, Pack put out the challenge, and it is now official. It is going to be the Death Triangle versus the Elite, Ooh. the World Trios champions versus the former World Trios champions. It's a dream match. Uh, it's only happened, I believe, once before in AEW history on January 1st, 2020. We can fact check that, and if okay. I'm wrong, you guys can edit it out, okay. but I'm pretty sure the only time I remember <laughs> doing it was right. then. And it's a real dream match, certainly a great rivalry in AEW that uh, there's been singles matches, tags, some of the greatest matches in AEW history involve combinations of these six men. Right. But now I'm excited to see them fight for the first time for the World Trios Championship to settle it and crown an undisputed World Trios Champions. And the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, I can't wait for them to make their return to the ring. And we've seen these videos that they've put out last night. Pac made it clear he didn't take kindly to them right. using his name, putting him in the video. It was after a great match, seeing the AEW television debut mm -hmm. last night on Dynamite of AR Fox mm -hmm. and the return of Darius Martin. Yay! The return of Top right. Flight. Yes! Darius teaming with his brother Dante Martin, who's been on a great run as a singles wrestler and uh, without his brother, but now Top Flight back together, AR Fox. That was a great match against the Death Triangle. But what a great uh, dream match. This is the World Trios Championship when it was conceived. These are certainly two of the top trios in AEW, and I think this is a match the fans are really very excited about coming off last night and a match the fans I think were hoping for coming off these videos the Elite have put out, especially 
the week before this last show last night when we saw them kind of almost calling out the death triangle and last night it was good to hear pack respond to the challenge yeah i i really think and you heard it here first uh fans are just going to just uh cheer from coast to coast the fact that kenny omega and the young bucks are going to be wrestling again on an AEW pay-per-view that is an amazing announcement. It's just so exciting because, as as Tony mentioned, we have seen all of these wrestlers in different combinations previously in some of the most memorable matches in AEW history. Like, we had Kenny Omega and Pac very, very early on back in 2019, which is an incredible match. We have one of the greatest tag team matches of all time with the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks. So it's one of those things where we, we keep saying it like, this is going to be the best one yet. But I think even when you just talk about these teams by themselves, this might be the best combination yet. Yeah, this really is one of the most exciting trios matches the entire world of wrestling could possibly hope to the real dream trios, two great championship teams. And uh, I have to say that the Death Triangle, in the absence of the Elite, have had great matches. But the Elite had an amazing run to the championship and have been involved in some of the best matches in AEW history, tag teams and singles matches. Certainly this continues the rivalry of the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. Right. Absolutely. One of the greatest rivalries, one of the greatest pay-per-view rivalries in AEW history. Right. And also the rivalry between Kenny Omega and Pac, also one of the greatest rivalries right. in AEW's history. The Iron Man match, right? The mm-hmm. Iron Man match. Right. Of course, the match at All Out 2019 and the great match they had, uh, not only their prior trios encounter with the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, but also a great three-way match for the World Championship at Double or Nothing 2020, the first pay-per-view in pro wrestling with a full-capacity crowd back. What a Mm -hmm. great night that was. And uh, certainly a lot of great matches, Kenny Omega and Pac, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. And this is one of the most exciting circumstances and really an unprecedented circumstance in pro wrestling to crown the undisputed world trios champions like this. It's going to be very exciting. You heard it here first here on AEW Unrestricted. Yes, it will be for the world trios championship death triangle to defend against the elite, the Bucks and Kenny Omega ring of honor world title will be on the line in a four way match. The champion, as you know, and he's been letting everybody know he's the champion, Chris Jericho, will be able to put on the line against not one, not two, but three men. One of the men in his group in the Jericho Appreciation Society, and that is Sammy Guevara. The other two former Ring of Honor champions, Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson. Don't think for a minute that even though that Chris Jericho is very confident that Sammy Guevara can't win this title because he has the ability to become Ring of Honor world champion. I think that's the real sleeper in this thing. Well, Sammy Guevara is as talented a wrestler as there is in AEW, and we've seen on the shows recently that Sammy Guevara has taken it to some of the best wrestlers, and he's really uh, gone toe-to-toe. We saw with Brian Danielson, but we also saw Sammy Guevara will do whatever it takes to win, and he's learned a lot from Chris Jericho, something to keep an eye on in this match. Chris Jericho, the Ring of Honor world champion, has come in and said he'll take on any former Ring of Honor champion, and he wants to destroy the legacy of Ring of Honor, and he's in there with two of the greatest Ring of Honor champions of all time. Claudio Castagnoli, a more recent champion, but somebody who's also held championships across Ring of Honor and across the world of wrestling. And I think one of the real legendary names of Ring of Honor, along with probably the single most significant name in the history of Ring of Honor, Mm -hmm. arguably, Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson, one of the Ring of Honor Hall of Famers and a great, great, great 
pro wrestler, again, somebody who's held championships across the world, and it would mean the world to him to take back the Ring of Honor title and to take it away from Chris Jericho and what what you have come to call systematic cheating. That's what it is. And <laughs> a real lack of respect yeah. for the Code of Honor and the legacy of Ring of Honor, which is over 20 years right. before I purchased it this year and really trying to continue it and run it, uh, run a great wrestling business. And Chris Jericho has come in and taken that title, which has been held by some of the biggest names in all of pro wrestling today and over the past 20 years. And now Chris Jericho is, frankly, one of the biggest names in all of pro wrestling. And in that sense, it's fitting he's been the champion. But really, he's taking on his three toughest challengers to date all in one night. Right. Absolutely. We've definitely said before that this might be Chris Jericho's best year yet. He's had some of the best matches, even just recently with the former Ring of Honor champions. We saw him with Bandito. We saw him with Dalton Castle. He's just such an incredible wrestler reinventing himself over and over again. But... Going up against three men, even even though Sammy's part of Jericho Appreciation Society, Sammy wants to win this title. Going up against three men where you don't have to be pinned to win the title, that's a big feat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris Jericho's been on a roll this year, and we've seen throughout the year that he has continued at a pace he started beginning in Revolution, that match he had with Eddie Kingston. Oh, so good. One of the best pay-per-view matches of the year, continuing through Anarchy in the Arena, at uh, Double or Nothing, the Blood and Guts match, classic match with John Moxley at Quake by the Lake, and then continued it, a great match in the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions with Brian Danielson, and then winning the Ring of Honor World title from Claudio Castagnoli. Like you said, great defenses. Dalton Castle, and in particular, a classic match against Bandito. Yes. And uh, really now Chris Jericho with... What an amazing challenge it is, and you have to give him credit now in his eighth reign as a world champion, doing some of the best wrestling of his entire career in 2022. And, Tony, you've seen a lot of that career firsthand now. And, you know, we talked about it before the show started, uh, how Chris is really at probably one of the highest levels, if not the highest level of his career in terms of his wrestling uh, and his focus and even physical fitness, which is amazing. Yeah, it's... uh He's never been better. He's never been better. Also, I want to let fans know, if you want to get prepared for this match, what you need to do is go back and re-watch Sammy Guevara and Brian Danielson, two out of three falls that oh. we had last week. It's truly one of the best matches we've ever had on Dynamite. It was it tremendous. Really, yeah. And uh, that, w- that will give you a, a good taste of what you're going to see with a couple more bodies involved because that was that was really just... And anything goes in this uh, four-way match. So right, it's just sure. like in that two it's out of three DQ. falls where Sammy Guevara... Uh, showed that he'll do whatever it takes to win. Well, in this case, uh, he'll be able to go to great lengths to do so. And I can't wait to see what Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara bring to the table taking on Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson. We saw Chris Jericho in some ways wanted Sammy Guevara in the match to help him even the numbers out, taking on these two former Ring of Honor world champions to, to balance things out with the Jericho Appreciation Society against the Blackpool Combat Club with sports entertainment, balancing that out against pro wrestling. But frankly, Sammy Guevara, we've seen he'll do whatever it takes to win on his own. We saw he's capable of anything, and he can beat anyone. In that two out of three falls match against Brian Danielson, uh, what he did out there was very, very impressive. But frankly, Brian Danielson, somebody that's also wrestling at probably the highest level since he got into AEW, that what a match, that two out of three falls match. 
what a what a run he's been on again chris jericho they've had some great matches in toronto also in the grand slam tournament at champions brian danielson some great matches this year against chris jericho against john moxley teaming with john moxley up and down the AEW cards this year to start the year what an amazing match with hangman page and Brian Danielson in 2022, one of the real MVPs of AEW wow. and one of the biggest names ever in Ring of Honor. What a big deal it would be for him to win the championship. But when Brian Danielson was out injured after Anarchy in the Arena, we saw the man who stepped in and took his place in the Blood and Guts match, took his place at Forbidden Door, and somebody who stepped in and won the Ring of Honor World Championship for the first time in his illustrious career, Claudio Castagnoli. What an impressive, impressive person. What a great wrestler and somebody who could totally be the face long-term of Ring of Honor, has already been a great world champion, and frankly, at Grand Slam, got screwed by Chris Jericho out of the title. So it would be very fitting also for Claudio to walk away at full gear as the Ring of Honor world champion again. Your recall is amazing. A lot of stuff i got to write down to remind myself. i got to go back and watch the tape again. Plow right through it. Okay. Now, Aubrey. Uh, there is another title match coming up with a person that really doesn't have the belt, but she is the champion. She is well, the TBS champion. I don't know. That, I mean, she is the self-proclaimed champion, and she is carrying the real championship. But I think it's fair to say self-proclaimed champion because the champion is undefeated and right. has been dominant to date. These okay. are two of the most dominant wrestlers in AEW. Yeah. But uh, to be fair, the champion is the one who's been out there doing publicity with the replica belt, <laughs> and the self-proclaimed champion does have the real belt, to okay. your point. But. Okay. We're talking about Jade Cargill defending the TBS championship against Nyla Rose coming up this Saturday. Uh, it, it's it's uh, with two of the more dynamic and two of the more successful wrestlers in the women's division. It really is. Two of the most dominant wrestlers in all of AEW and uh, two great champions with Jade Cargill, the undefeated TBS champion, and Nyla Rose, a former AEW world champion, a former AEW women's world champion who was dominant, in fact. And really, I believe, with Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill going one-on-one, this is going to just be such a hard-hitting clash, but it's also a very personal rivalry. In addition to a big championship fight, high stakes, because uh, Nyla Rose has really provoked the champion, and I wonder, because nobody has ever beaten Jade Cargill, but I also don't think anybody has ever aggravated, irritated Jade Cargill, gotten in the champion's head, and Nyla Rose is also probably the toughest, strongest, most physically dominant wrestler Jade Cargill's ever gotten in the ring with. No question. So this is really a recipe uh, for a very interesting TBS championship match. Yeah, you know, uh, and Aubrey, I know you've seen this. We have seen Jade, or Nyla Rose, Show up with that TBS belt oh. at many different locations. At meet and greets. At meet and greets. At parties. At, and she even showed up at heels events with yeah. the belt. And uh, <laughs> and even uh, was singing on singing karaoke. We are the oh with oh my the god belt with the belt. I mean, she has her. Uh, she believes her, it. Yes, her. But not only that, she's getting under the skin of Jade Cargill. And I really think that I don't believe in stealing the title. I believe you got to earn it. But I do think that there's no question that uh, she has gotten under the skin, and it's been a pretty good. Uh, it's been a pretty good good game plan for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I do think now with the TBS championship on the line, we'll see if Nyla's strategy is going to pay off. But it's certainly going to make for another really exciting match. 
on this pay-per-view, and we've talked about nine of the ten big matches on the show. Mm. We added another big match to the card last night, something the fans have been calling for for the past week, a match nobody would have thought was possible a few weeks ago, the TNT Championship match with Wardlow defending the title in a three-way match against Powerhouse Hobbs and Wardlow's former partner, the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, Samoa Joe. Yeah. What a match this is going to be. Yeah, this is a, really a case, Aubrey, of really some heavyweights colliding. I mean, it really is. Men big, big guys in the ring just yeah. out to punch the ever-living crap out of each yeah. other. Like, this is going to be one of those matches. It's going to be a brawl. Yeah. It's just going to be these guys beating each other <laughs> Wardlow, I think, was very concerned, very focused on Powerhouse Hobbs. He Powerhouse was. Hobbs has he come was. out multiple times and jumped Wardlow from behind. Right. And after getting jumped a couple times, Wardlow's really upset mm -hmm. and really put a lot of that focus on Powerhouse Hobbs. And probably uh, Samoa Joe, frankly, didn't like the way Wardlow was treating him almost like an afterthought, kind of pushed him aside to, to turn to, uh, you know, in this case, face off with Powerhouse Hobbs and Samoa Joe from behind, right. attacking Wardlow. Wardlow said he was coming for everybody in all the titles. Uh, we saw Samoa Joe, the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, holding on to something near and dear to him, and now he wants something near and dear to Wardlow. But Powerhouse Hobbs has been in there uh, and really interjected himself into the situation, has beaten the hell out of uh, multiple people mm -hmm. in this thing. And uh, frankly, Powerhouse Hobbs is one of the biggest, scariest wrestlers in AEW. Oh, yeah. And it, because it's become such a personal thing very quickly between Wardlow and Samoa Joe, with Samoa Joe uh, almost stabbing Wardlow in the back, yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs has shown he's also willing to sneak in from behind and would do anything to get that TNT championship, which he has picked up and raised over his head. Right. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this turns out. But three very interesting possibilities and a very high-stakes situation. And certainly the most challenging defense yet for the TNT champion Wardlow since he won the title earlier this year. Right. And uh, listen, Powerhouse Hobbs, a young man, again, we've talked, we talked at the very beginning about homegrown uh, AEW wrestlers like, uh, like MJF, like the Acclaim. Powerhouse Hobbs, another one who we have seen rise from basically obscurity to be one of the more uh, dominant uh, wrestlers in AEW. So he doesn't have a belt yet. It could come this Saturday. It's going to come soon, I do believe, one time, and it should be a great match. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We saw Wardlow work his way up as, you know, effectively paid help for MJF at first. We saw right. Samoa Joe start as somebody on AEW Dark and then signed up for Team Taz and has branched out on his own and is somebody who really has everything it takes to be a champion in AEW. Right. And then you've got, uh, to me, what is one of the really uh, dominant and exciting and compelling stars in wrestling, Samoa Joe. And to me, when Wardlow and Samoa Joe got together as a tag team, I was really excited because I believe Wardlow is probably, in many ways, as good of a chance to be the future of pro wrestling as anybody. This oh, yeah. is Absolutely. That we Without really you know, see as a star for the future here and is a homegrown AEW star. And when he got into this issue with Powerhouse Hobbs, here it is, Powerhouse Hobbs, somebody who's worked his way up to the top 
you know, and really uh, what an exciting matchup this looked like it was going to be. And Samoa Joe does not want to be left out of the spotlight. It's very clear uh, he's interjected himself into the situation, and it's going to be a really explosive thing. Powerhouse Hobbs coming for the title, Samoa Joe coming for the title, and Wardlow, great champion. He's taken on a lot of great challengers, and now he's going to take on his toughest test yet in this three-way. Yeah, you, you uh, top to bottom, Tony, and, and I sent you a text this week about this. Sometimes we get working on these TV shows, and we don't stop and look at the card as a whole. But I stopped and looked at the card this week, and I sent you a text. And, wow. Man, what a kick-ass card we got right? top yeah. to bottom. It Thank really, you. really is. Thank really you. Is. Thank You've done you. a great job. Don't forget, it all starts on Saturday with Zero Hour. That starts at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central. And that is on our YouTube channel. That leads right up to 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central, when Full Gear takes place on traditional pay-per-view. Don't forget, it's also on Bleacher Report, which is the digital home in the U.S. of AEW pay-per-views. Also, Fight.TV internationally, YouTube internationally, in select countries, and many theaters around the country that you can join us for Full Gear. Tony, look forward to seeing you uh, this coming, uh, actually this coming Friday for Full Gear Friday. Absolutely. Yes. Full Gear Friday, and then we'll watch the countdown to Full right. Gear after Rampage, and then right. we're there. Saturday night is a big fight night, Full right. Gear Saturday night. Right. It's been great. Our our regular pay-per-view preview podcast, great yeah. teaming up with the Unrestricted crew again. Yeah. And this is, I got to say, of all the cards we've run down, I think this is one of the best ones no yet. Question. Thank you for doing this, and yeah. uh, I can't wait for Saturday night, full gear. All right, and don't forget, you can get AEW Unrestricted wherever you get your podcast. Just uh, search on YouTube, the video version, AEW Unrestricted. For all the Edwards, I'm Tony Schwani. For Tony Khan, we'll see you at full gear. See Full Gear Friday night and also at Full Gear Saturday night, only on pay-per-view. Yeah.